Welcome to the Brotherhood Toast Thought of the Day. Yes, sir. Lingo. Yes, sir. Thought of the day. I want you to process something and think about it is that I was growing up small town and had an opportunity to get the experience of the big city of Atlanta and begin to travel throughout the U.S. and work with a group of folks that was much older than I was. And in the process of doing that, I was hitting a lot of roadblocks and getting turned down in a lot of places that maybe I shouldn't have or I really felt I was overqualified to be in those rooms. And I had a gentleman tell me in the process as we were talking, as I was looking for some advice, he said, never take no from somebody that didn't have the authority to give you a yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. And it took me a minute to process that, but in actuality, the simplicity of that is that don't let somebody stop you from achieving something that you know that you have the ability to do. Right. Mm. Or don't let somebody take away your rights in a certain area that you know that you're privileged enough to have those rights. Yeah. And so for me, it really changed the scope of how I lived. It changed the scope of business for me. It changed the scope of how I interacted and even how I taught my kids that Never take no from somebody who doesn't have the authority to tell you yes. And oftentimes people will use your ignorance against you because they can stop your dreams. They can stop your desires simply because you don't realize that they don't hold a key to your success. And so with me with saying that, I just want to ask you is that how do you transform your life? If you're always accepting the first no that you hear, I can, I can definitely resonate. That 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 sent chills up my spine. I mean, you 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 hit it, you hit yeah. it. And um, I can remember times when I was trying to to uh, move ahead in, in my career, and and I've heard several people tell me, "Why are you doing this? You know, uh, I couldn't do it. So why could you do it? You know, mm-hmm. or this is going to be so hard, or." Uh, this person tried it and this, and I remember, um, and actually it was crazy. Nas, I heard this in the song, Nas, Nas and, and uh, Puff Daddy had a song and it was, it, you can hate me now. And Nas said, said this phrase, uh, people fear or they don't understand hate what they can't conquer. Yeah. That right there killed me. I'm like, wow, that is fear what they don't understand hate what they can't conquer. And looking in what I was doing, it's like, yeah, if in the nature of man, we're competitive by nature. And if I can't beat you, then, yes, you're my enemy. I can't, st- I hate you because, yeah, you're better than me. Right. If I don't understand you, if I don't understand where you're coming from, I don't, if I don't understand what you're saying, then you're confusing, you're the enemy. So they fear what they don't understand, hate what they can't conquer. I will. I will say this. I I love those words. I, I I truly do. But I don't. It's one of those things for me. Just hearing you say that, it becomes a mindset, right? So mm-hmm. it's not the it's not the fact that the words are said. It's the impact of just understanding that in life, if you're trying to get somewhere, you want to be somewhere, you can't have somebody tell you no. That yeah. that no is one of the most impactful words you can yes. ever apply to an individual. Yeah. When you tell somebody no, I don't even care if it's 
if you if you apply for a credit card yeah. and someone tells you no, you can't have it, it hurts. It does. You you with your significant other. I'm just I'm going a little bit deeper. You want you want to have an intimate moment, and that person says no, you feel rejected, right? So, being in a situation like Lingo's talking about right now, and you actually want to get somebody that has authority to say yes, and you're not taking that no, if you can actually pull yourself up and not have fear, because that's what it comes from. Right. If you mm-hmm. cannot have fear and put yourself in a position to approach somebody that has to tell you yes, and you don't have a fear of actually hearing that word no, and you keep pushing forward, mm-hmm. that's powerful. Yeah. It's powerful as hell. So, so for you to say that and talk about how it impacted your life, I, listen, anybody that listens to this right now and they can't realize that how this can impact their lives, I don't necessarily need to think that we need to call this like a thought, you know, the thought of the day. Mm-hmm. I think we should move towards inspirational thought. Mm-hmm. Right. So transformation I, I love it even better yeah, i love it even better transformation but, but it's it's a it's a powerful phrase yes. it's a powerful phrase but, but think about children children know it children are born with it uh how many times has a child come to actually i'll say it's the mother the mother's probably more apt to say no to a young girl than a father side note let me before i interject one of the first words you're taught as a baby is the word no is yeah is the uh-huh. word no that you're taught that that's right. one of the first first yeah. words you're taught? But, but, yeah. but no. th- think about the manipulation that comes from a child when the child you know asks mom for something, the mom says no. They go to daddy to get the yes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Just like, just like you said, um, why take no from somebody who doesn't have the Good power point. to tell you yes? Good mm-hmm. point. So you go mm-hmm. to want you get what you want from who you think you get it yes. from. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's that's from a, a very young child. Yes, yes. So I would ask you, Lingo, how has that kind of structured your life, though? So is that what kind of put you in a situation where you actually are now working for yourself? Did that put you in that that mindset? Yeah, it did, because I've always been very creative and impulsive. And I've always been, you know, a, a process thinker about things I wanted to do and how I could make them better. Um and I think doing the process of, of, of business and working for other people, you know, it was always a no if you were ahead of them in time frame. I, I work for um, a company in, in South Georgia, and I remember the position that I had was as, you know, a manager, so to speak. And the owner of the company, when he fired me, I got fired. <laughs> when the manager all have. of the company <laughs> fired me, yes. he talked about the staff members not being mentally able to handle my leadership. He said that you're the nicest person I've ever met. You're great. You're creative. You're this. And, and, but he said something that hurt me. And it didn't hurt me because he wasn't talking about me. He was talking about his staff. And the fact that those individuals, number one, were comfortable in that position. Number two, he was comfortable sharing that with me and saying that his staff would never be able to grow and were comfortable in the way that they thought. And it bothered me because you see the value in me, but at the same time, instead of you wanting to step out there and continue to push and and grow that business in that area, you were content with having this army of folks working for you that didn't think. They never challenged anything. They weren't trying to get better. They were just workers. Is he he still in business? 
uh, his business has taken a in, no incredible hit. I think he yeah. he had four or five divisions. I think he's down to one. I can imagine. And 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 that's largely because of growth. Yeah. He couldn't. You can only grow so much with those individuals, and it stops at a certain point. And 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 here's what's funny about that. The more that I think about it, is that this man told me this as an adult. But my father taught me that first. I, I didn't really think about it, honestly, until this moment. Mm-hmm. My father was the first black exterminator in southwest Georgia. And he had people in burned down his building, burned up his cars. He had people that right. intentionally, you know, got rid of his paperwork for having his interstate license for chemicals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um as a black man, first black business, 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. in Albany, Georgia, the only place Martin Luther King quit a march. Yeah. Oh, God. It's the only place that he yeah. quit a march. Yeah. It, 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 my father demonstrated that you're not going to tell me no. That's I didn't powerful. think that's, about that's it until just now. Oh, that's strong. And that's so powerful. that, that yeah. really, powerful. and that's that probably why when this guy said it to me, it, it stuck and hit me so hard because I, I actually have a visual. Yeah, and it it the other it bothers me that a lot of our people that we deal with younger and young adults don't have visuals right. of what that looks like. But that, yeah, you know, I I didn't really process it until right yeah. now. So yeah, my visual <laughs> is um. So I was I'm in education and I was trying to climb the ladder and I started real young. And as a young gun, you know, young black male and energetic, and you're trying to climb the ladder. And, and education is a uh, is a female dominated profession. Mm-hmm. And although, you know, they love black men, however, black males have a certain role. I'm not going to get into the role that that is stereotypically uh, a stereotypical role of a black male, but they have a certain stereotypical role that they play. And I was, I felt that I was not that role. However, I'm still trying to grow and to uh, move up in that because I, I knew that was my calling. Mm-hmm. And so I had several people telling me no and why I shouldn't, why I should not do whatever. And I remember I was, I was one summer, I was like, you know, trying to go on interviews and interviews, trying to do this and trying to do that. And I was just getting turned down and no, no, no. And my uncle, my uncle, God bless the dead. My uncle, he came to me. I was, I was in a bad space. He was like, you know what? Hey, Caesar, it doesn't matter how many no's you hear. You always listen, listen for that one yes. Yeah. And that resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you hear no all the time. You know, as you try to do things, you hear no all. But it's that one time you hear yes. And so that, for, for me, that gave me life. So I just kept, I, stopped, I started ignoring the no's right. and waited for the yes. You know, I'll, I'll say this. I think, too, like when I listen to that phrase and we talk about the fact of, not necessarily talking to that person that can give you that no and getting to that person that can give you that yes that has that authority. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this. I think when you talked about that lingo, one thing that kind of hit me too was why would you talk to someone who is almost like a peer? Mm. Right. Looking for looking for affirmation. Yes. So right. it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to have you, you know, a friend by your side and kind of going, Hey, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. But if they don't necessarily have that authority, then, you know, they, they don't really care that weight to sit there and continue to talk to them. Because it's kind of one of those things. Why would you ask somebody who's living a lie for the truth? Right. Mm. right. Mm. What's the purpose? 
What's the purpose behind it? So, you, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to try to get to that truth of things, you're going to try to get to, to the, the true meaning of what you need and what you want in your life. Right. I think what you talked about and you, the, the phrase and that thought that you have right now, I think carries a lot of weight. And yeah. I think if people listen to that, you won't have people kind of muddling along, sitting there waiting on something to happen. Whereas when you have that thought process, that mindset, it pushes you forward. It makes you want to actually be more and it allows you to be more. So I, I think that that's a powerful thing. So I, I love the thought of the day on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, quick thought on that for me is too, is that when, as you mentioned it about working, you know, people in certain positions is, is very difficult, especially when you get in certain leadership positions and growth positions and you start to expand. You can't vent down mm. because those are the people that look up to you. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. You can't vent up mm-hmm. because those are the people that you're trying to overcome Aspire, or move towards. Right. And, you, and, yes. and it's important that they see your strength and the ability. Right. So you oftentimes either become a hollow stance of yourself by keeping it all in mm-hmm. um, or you're finding people sometimes that are on your level and you don't always know when they are you know motivated enough to go to that next step right. and so it's challenging it's really challenging because you you can't read a person's mind yeah. and before something i learned and i'm gonna let uh lingo kind of close this uh, you talked about fear and i was i was taught this um in middle school that fear at a middle school during Sunday school, middle school and Sunday school, that fear stands for false evidence appearing real. Fear is false evidence appearing real. I like yeah, that. I like that, it. yeah. And once you grasp that and understand that, you realize that, that you can't be. It's fa- Again, it's false, false evidence. And so that helped me a whole lot in, in conquering my fears because they were false. Right. I want to, before we wrap up, I just want to say, you know, just a quick thought for everybody to just to walk away with is to free your mind. Free your mind and the rest will follow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I swear when you said free your mind. I swear when you said free your mind. Be colorblind. Be colorblind. Yeah. Don't be so shallow. <laughs> I mean, but it's, wait, wait, wait. Y'all talking about uh, yeah, yeah, free yeah. your mind it's catching up? Yeah. No, that's George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. That's because you going to the original, dude. Uh, yeah, come on. I'm a nineties. Pay, pay respect to the original. Hey, I'm a seventies. <laughs> free baby your mind and your ass will fall. Uh, <laughs> that's what I said. Respect that's your okay. roots. My apologies. Uh, respect your roots. They went George to the. Clinton. They went to the sensitive side. Yeah, 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 yeah. As, you, as usual, brotherhood toast cannot end on a serious <laughs> note. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that that that, that thought though. Uh, I think that's going to motivate me. Hopefully, it motivates you and everyone who's listening. Um, and yes, I appreciate that. We're gonna wrap it up. And uh, as always, that, traditional as yeah. always. All right, all right, all right, all right. Free your mind. Free your mind. Tune in next week. Thank you.